what's up? You got any sketch ideas? Uh, not really. Yeah, me neither. Oh, damn. And, like, nothing happened this week. At all. Anywhere. Yeah. Hmm. I know. Uh, let's let's call some of our old friends and let's see what they have to say. Maybe they'll give us a scoop. Hello, is this Nick Rogers? Ted, I said stop calling me. We're done! No, 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 this isn't Ted, this is Je- <sighs> Fine. Next. Hello? Hey, Bobby Carmichael, how's the travel agency doing? Well, howdy. It's Bobby fucking Carmichael, and I'm away from the office taking a vacation in scenic, luxurious Oshkosh, Wisconsin. <laughs> Leave me a line and I'll get back in time. <laughs> fucking Bobby Carmichael. Right? Oh, I know. Uh, how's our favorite barbarian? Any slayings this week? The wise warrior does not kill in the off-season. But in the heat of the Oklahoma sun, you hear me, Lauderdale? One and the barbarian will be back. Oh, hey guys. Yo, Jake. Hey, listen, can you make this next call? We're not having very good luck. We're trying to find something to write a sketch about. Hello? This is Arthur Blank. Don, bring me another julep. Not so much ice this time. <clears throat> Sorry. Hello. Hello. Uh, this is Jake Ruder. Jeff Ruder? No, no, this is Jake. Jake? Well, who the hell is Jake? I know Jeff Ruder. No, Arthur. There's two of us. Why in heaven's name do the two of you have the same name? Arthur, we're brothers. Why in God's green earth does all this have to be so damn confusing? How the hell am I supposed to tell you both apart with the same name? Mr. Blank, brothers work like that all over the world. Literally worldwide. I don't give a damn. This is worse than Brian and Brent Coleman. Hey, Gobber, sweet Prince Don, did you hear that? Can we legislate this? Ah, someone get Trump on the phone. Coming to you from the Twin Cities, this is Toughcast. And welcome to Toughcast by two United fans. This is Notch. And I'm Jeff, and this sure ain't heaven. But it's episode 47. There it is. Less than one month to kick off, Jeff. The the pleasure, it, it, I don't, it does what pleasure does. It makes me happy, okay? It does what pleasure does. Yeah, yeah. I'm really happy. But, but hey, you know what makes me even happier? Huh? I don't have to spend this entire, like, hour or whatever recording this thing alone in a room with you. We've no. got a guest. We do have a guest. We yeah. do. We yeah. have the, uh, let's see, the Paolo to my Pedro... The, the Brian Ar- to my Brent. The Arnold Schwarzenegger to your Danny DeVito. Now, that one works best of the three because right. it's Big Brother. Right. No, actually, they're twins. Oh, the that's right. They're twins. That, right. I, see, I didn't really watch that movie, but I'm vaguely aware enough of the... See, I haven't watched it either. I've actually read Arnold Schwarzenegger's autobiography. I should listen to it. You mentioned that a few <laughs> times, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, Which is why I can do the like Conan accent with... Should like... we let Jake talk, maybe? No. Okay. Yeah, he's done it. Don't he did it. He, he did it. All right. Going. Thanks. You can, you can have. No, out. we have we have Jake though. Just brothers here. Who uh, next week when I am in uh, sunny, sunny, sunny France in Paris? Is that a thing? Sunny France? No, I don't think so. Okay. I, think, I, I think it's actually quite overcast at the moment. It's right. going to be while I'm there too. But uh, he's going to be subbing for me. So again, the listeners aren't brought up with just you, which is good. 
they barely put up with you as it is. That's true. So I can finish driving them away. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, no. Wait, what? Ah, damn it. I have a blast. I fooled again. But, you know, I, I, I do think, by the way, you know, we made fun of uh, Arthur Blank. Uh, mistaking the two of you because of the same last name, much like he is with, uh, he's confused the, pe- the about you know, multiple teams of the whole United thing. I had an idea because mm-hmm. you know people have been saying this whole thing like, oh, Atlanta, they're rivals now, and I'm laughing, thinking like that. I, no, I, I don't want them to be my rivals. Like I save rivalry for people who are meaningful, uh, and and it's not even them; it's like their owner. Which come on, I who cares about the owner like otherwise everybody would be Manchester City's rivals anyway I was thinking about all this and I've decided rock ballad I wish if I was that talented I would do it mm. uh, and then I would find, find, found that hairband FC team that I've been talking about this whole time <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, and then I'd call them United and Arthur Black would come and make me change their name but no so, so what I was thinking was so if I don't want to piss off the Atlanta fan base necessarily because I don't care about them that much but I do want to piss off Arthur Blank what I can do is start calling Atlanta United the Falcons from now on. I'm just going to do it. From now on, I am never going to say the words Atlanta United. They're going to be the Atlanta soccer team or the Falcons. And I encourage everybody else to see this podcast and you guys to do this. Because what is... I mean, Arthur Blank really cares about this whole branding thing, right? He really cares. So, congratulations, Arthur. You have, you're going to have a great soccer team. I think the Falcons are going to be fantastic, I think, next year when they come into MLS. Uh, and I'm really excited to see the Falcons come and visit Minnesota. And to have Minnesota, the United, beat them. It's going to be great. Yeah, sure. We're sold. Perfect. Congrats. Your pitch worked. <laughs> Let's talk about NASL, okay? And their broadcast deal. Because that is actually a piece of uh, news that we got from uh, Bob Williams, the most generically named journalist in the world. Good old Bob Williams. Yeah. Right, Bob Williams. Yeah, they're inching closer to a deal, which tells me nothing. Uh, that sounds pornographic, actually. Like, <laughs> And apparently, so this is with CBS Sports, which we couldn't find a way to stream online. So, bummer. Uh, here, there go all those days I've spent watching Fort Lauderdale games. No right. more. Right. I no longer get to wax eloquently about how awesome PC is. Yeah, you'll miss that. I will. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. By the way, I should also mention, listen, this is going to be a really like weird pod because our notes are really short. Nothing really did happen this week. We weren't kidding around in the sketch. Like This was a quiet week, so we've got a lot of filler going on and, and it's gonna be great you can tell off the last three minutes five minutes how long is it now uh eight eight actually. minutes holy shit all right actually no it's it that was some of the that was a sketch all so. right fair enough um all right jake <laughs> what did we learn about the cbr cb cbr cbs deal well we learned that it's hard to keep their name straight their mm-hmm. logo is mostly letters they have professional bowling snowmobile racing you know you said they had pbr and then oh, jeff yeah. got really excited because he thought it was beer it's like you subscribe to the channel and then you yeah. get like a beer at home now you've offended the bowling fans that listen to your podcast bowling or bowling both oh maybe no it's dead Westworld doesn't listen to our I think podcast it is we don't have the bullying riding. fans that's even showing how little out. we know about <laughs> the pbr this <laughs> might be bull riding in which case we have people riding bulls and also <laughs> snowmobiles <laughs> Uh, but there was actually, according to Bob Williams, the fact that NASL is talking to another broadcaster. So, mystery broadcaster. They're Ooh. behind door number three, mm. ready to be unveiled if uh, the CBS Sports thing falls through, maybe. I don't know. The, the, it's Jason Christ, isn't it? Might be. Like, it's just, like, actually a broadcaster. It's not, like, a broadcast network. It's no, like, that would be that would be Mike Petke. If they were, like, right. holding this over their heads, they'd be like, but we've got Petke with an interview, and he'll take your coaching job if you don't sign on, Gunter. <laughs> 
<laughs> so so we might have CBS, we might have someone else. We will see what happens with the NASL. For the moment, it does look like the games are going to be on ESPN3. And that most teams, if not all, I need, I need to check on that, have a local TV broadcast deal of some sort. And a couple actually even might have a radio. So, cool. Moving right along with another piece about the business of NASL. Uh, Kartik over in Florida wrote a piece um, this week about how the NASL has been developing ties with UK journalists. And this is something that he had talked about and, you know, on the podcast. Um, was it? When was that? That was the end of last season, right? When we had him and Neil Morris and BQ and on. BQ, yeah, that was, yeah, November, I think. Right. We called Three Wise Men. It was great. Very insightful Plus podcast. Notch. Right. Oh, ooh, uh, well, you said three. You were never right, going to be a part right, of that. Right, but I was, I'm sorry. You know, man, so so mean. But but Drink your so he mentioned on the uh, on that podcast that NASL had been talking to more UK journalists, and and it was kind of evident because you know suddenly the Guardian, Telegraph, and all these people started producing NASL news. And to be honest, one of the like most active tweeters about the NASL these days is Bob Williams, uh, who writes the Telegraph in the UK. And has a picture of him as a very young man, like, talking to Arsene Wenger on a training guard or something as his Twitter persona. Anyway, point is, one of the things that Kartik said was he kind of broke down what good this is doing and, and why they're doing this. And he also kind of mentioned something kind of interesting, which is that he had a he had a le- email that he wasn't going to release. Because, you know, this is like Snowden-level diplomacy. Uh, where basically an NASL staffer was kind of hating on MLS's format as a way to convince UK journalists to to um, cover NASL. Man, I guess it, it's, it's weird to me and it kind of bothers me to be like, I have an email, but I'm not going to show you it. You know what I mean? It's just, it's like, oh, I, I just learned the craziest news, but I could never tell you it, but it would blow your fucking mind. <laughs> it just bothers me. Right. No, I, I think so. I mean, it's kind of the same story with unnamed sources, right? And, and all of that. So, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's real or not, but it's just kind of interesting to note, kind of, again, with the, the relationship between the NASL and MLS being a talking point, to, to kind of, and to hear this kind of new development of all these UK press and how it came about. I guess it's just a little bit of a look behind the scenes. That's why, that's why it interested me. All right, moving right along. Minnesota United. Yeah, I got to interview Carl Craig yesterday after their last friendly. Um, so the last two were nice Mexican standoffs, and um, both ended in a draw. So we had 2-2 with the Mexican U-20s and a grudge match from a friendly in 2014. Which ended on penalties after no extra time. Yeah, so what we've learned is if United is playing against the U-20s, there will be no extra time. There will be draws, though. There will be draws. Yeah. And there will be blood. And uh, then they drew 1-1... Yesterday with Cruz Azul, we got a laundry list of players with Knox. No. Yeah. So who's yeah. got Knox? Oh, shit. Here we go. Knock, um, knock. Who's there? I, I didn't have actually a joke. Oh, like, damn it. I was hoping you'd have something. You got me good. Um, Let's see. Correct me if I forget anybody. We have Ibsen, obviously. Giuliano, Pitch, Greg Jordan might have a virus of food poisoning of you just named all our defensive midfielders I there's think. still more okay. daniel mendez um jc banks who he refers to as jimmy which throws me off so much everybody refers to him as jimmy except like the press basically i've heard all right so jimmy he's, banks he's jimmy right all right he just suddenly sounds like a brit right is that just me jimmy banks that jimmy banks coming from behind in 66 wanting oh, the world stop. cup oh 66 okay never mind 
Because Jimmy Banks sounds like a guy who played, like, back when they wore, like, uh, you know, those baggy pants that came down to your knees and then, like, flared out. You know, with, like, a little ball that had, like, manual stitches. Are you talking about disco? (laughs) (laughs) No, he's not drunk, Travolta. Anyway, move on, move on. Keep, keep, keep it. Who else is hurt? Is there more? (laughs) Pino. I mean, I guess we knew that. Um, Mendez has a little bit of something if I haven't said him. So, like, there's, like, eight, I think. Um, Wow. The good news is that Brent is totally fine. And he's had kind of a lingering injury since 2014. And he said over this trip, he's, I mean, that according to Carl, this is the best he's felt yet. Good. We are leanest at center back. So (laughs) to not have a center back. Maybe full back. We have one backup at center back. We don't have a backup full back unless we bring on Jeb Brofsky full time. Who you liked. Jeb? Yeah. Jeb! 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 (laughs) Talk about Jeb. What do we got? I don't know. You didn't you like write an article about him? Yeah. And how you were impressed with him? Yeah. So I was. I don't know. I mean I've seen him plenty in MLS. He he seems like a guy who it's plays it's, soccer and it, well, is there <laughs> and has facial hair and skin and He doesn't have facial hair anymore from what I've heard. Oh man, I that think. stinks. But I mean it's all United fans favorite thing cuz we'll be like, "Oh, runs the full 90 minutes." It's why we loved Miguel Ibarra. It's why we love Greg Jordan. It's why we're going to love Jeb Brofsky if he signs. He's one of those guys. Speaking of Greg Jordan, by the way, you said he may have food poisoning. That's really weird to me because he takes his like packs his own food everywhere. Yeah. I guess he wasn't able to do that one. So Maybe he was just like, oh, I'm going to hate this trip by day 10 and I'm going to sabotage myself and poison myself on day 10. I, I'm pretty sure it had to do with customs regulations and food, sadly. Mm. More boring explanation from the guy who actually crosses borders a lot. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the stadium bill hit Congress today. Or the legislature. Are, are they okay? <laughs> Is it doozy? Actually, no, not a doozy. It's ac- relatively short. Is it? Piece of piece of uh, or uh, the the bill text is actually quite short. Sponsored by both Democrats and Republicans, in, and which which. This is why I love Minnesota. By the way, bipartisanship, both in the Senate and in the House, uh, and rural too, right? Yes, both urban and rural legislate legislators. Good. So, uh, promising but weird things happen in legislative bodies, and I I don't. Think I think people will be holding their breath until the day that there are shovels in the ground in the midway. True, true. Well, and then you know, uh, uh, someone will probably come and say, like in the city pages, that it looks like a prison or some crap. <laughs> By the way, do not read the city I pages. I still have not clicked that article. Good, so, good for you. I just want to tell pride. people: you we will, did. some of you will come across like people saying, like, "Oh, city pages is like shitty coverage." They have had since day one. Stop reading it. When your magazine is free and handed out, you depend on people picking it up. And the reason people pick it up is because someone tells them, oh, there's this thing that like, really made me mad. So don't pick it up. Okay, just don't. Don't do it. All right. Cool. Well, this is uh, probably part two of our many parts of filler. <laughs> um, as we're looking at the lineups that have been put out for the first friendlies, we're noticing a trend that Aaron Pitch Colon has not been starting a lot of games. And it means that there's a chance we'll have a new captain this year. And so as the three of us were talking about this, we actually each came up with different proposals for who the captain should be. So we're going to hold the tough cast, Captain Caucus, and we are going to stake our claims for our candidates. I'm calling voting irregularities right now because on the note, my choice is here. I don't, uh, how am I supposed to vote? 
privately if uh, if you guys know I I I need I need some help here. Well, then how about we just push delete? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, kidding. Jeff handed me a scrap piece of paper and called it a ballot. So mm-hmm. and yeah. I said, uh, this is it just was, Jeff rigging the election. It was actually attached to a twenty. Who, who are you rigging it for, Jeff? Uh, Justin Davis on the left hand side. Really? Yeah. Well, we talked about this with Brian, and he's the longest tenured mm-hmm. player on the team right now. He's also the player who played the most minutes last year, mm-hmm. and is someone who goes the full 90, who is very useful in attack and defense, and for the most part seems to have a motor and uh, seems to be a player that a lot of the guys respect. And so I think he'd be an outstanding choice for captain. Totally makes sense. And it looks like he might stay, too, through MLS. So that, that well, his yeah, contract makes, says makes so. Makes sense, yeah. yeah. Not Jake. who you got. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. I, I'm, I'm going to come in at the end because I want to be the, like, the last guy who was the last This one. is part of the caucus vote rigging exercise. Right, it is. See, I, I started out accusing you guys of irregularity, so mm-hmm. it deflect attention from me. Exactly. No, go for it, Jake. Who, who do you got? I, I went with Christian Ramirez. And I see this as an opportunity to, um, I don't know, basically offer sort of a challenge to Christian. And he's become, in a lot of ways, I think, one of the key public faces of the team. And to build on that role and increase his leadership abilities. And I think he's a guy who his story people look at and respect and how he's been able to build up his game over the years. And I think... I don't know. It just makes sense to me from an outsider perspective. I will say, in fairness, the same sort of logic about face of the team, kind of keep his focus on the game and everything, it worked for Manchester United and England. England? England. With an E. With Wayne Rooney. Mm. Who, at like 27, which is fairly young for a national team captain in a lot of ways, (laughs) says the guy from the country where Michael Bradley's a captain, not the point. Um, yeah, I mean, Wayne Rooney was made the captain. A lot of people criticized the move. And I think this is when guys like Vidic, guys like uh, some of these other kind of longstanding United guys, I don't follow United closely enough. Which United? God, who am I talking about? Shit, shit, shit. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, he really responded well. And maybe it would work with Christian. I don't know. So I, I think I, I don't buy into the captain should be a learning position kind of thing. I think leadership is something that you just naturally have and you either show it from day one or you don't. And I would say that you can you can leave a team not as a leader in that team and come into a new one as a leader. But I think it's hard to um, to not already be someone who is respected and then given the armband and suddenly you get respect because of that. So I think I, I don't know the esteem in which... Justin Davis and Christian Ramirez are held in regard by the rest of the squad just because I haven't had those conversations with them. I mean, they could be natural leaders. I just don't know. So that's why I went with, I guess, the safe pick. The guy who I do know is held in high regard, who has worn the armband last year. Because the same thing happened last year. The start of last year, Aaron Pichcolin was uh, not starting the first few games. And Thiago Calvano was the guy who wore the armband. Um, and he is an old veteran who is well respected in the team. He has been with us now for two years. That's that's a, quite a bit of time for for our squad, you know. So so I would just go with him because I don't see anybody else also threatening him for position as a center back. The same is true for Christian and Justin Davis, really speaking. But uh, with Thiago, I guess it would be more of a concern given his age. So that's who I'm going with. And and you guys can tweet us and tell us who you think would be the right choice in your mind. Maybe it's something totally different. Maybe you would uh, get Jason Mora back on our squad and name him 
the the captain. I don't know. <laughs> so so moving along to other other uh, things, let's actually move on to a couple of team pieces of news, and we'll do preseason games after the break. Okay, sure. Let's go to Tampa. Let us go to Tampa. There's something that's not on the notes actually that they started talking about, which is redoing their stadium. And they there's a support Al Lang uh, piece that's going around. So, do you guys have any thoughts about that? Again, I mean, how? No, I, like that's my point. Again, I mean, there's been a ton of movements to get Al Lang move. We've heard a lot of things about. Yeah, we're gonna get it renovated and stuff. And now there's, is this a public cry? Like a, a help fund us? Is this a GoFundMe? Is this a Kickstarter? I'll be honest. I haven't actually gone and looked at what they're asking for yet. Um, just haven't had the time to go take a, take a dig around that stadium issue. But I last do we know, heard, it was under a million. Was it? I thought so. I'm generally not a fan of um, teams publicly funding uh, or cities publicly funding stadiums, but under a million isn't a massive amount of money, and there is, especially in this city, something to be said about baseball teams coming in and kind of using it for their preseason and all of that. So. There could be revenue streams. There could be real things to St. Petersburg uh, to um, to benefit from this. And, and Bill Edwards, had, the owner of the Rowdies, has said that he wants he sees the stadium as kind of part of a larger community project. So I think there's something to be said for that. Um, so when I mull it over, I, I think like maybe it is worth the public putting their money in. I just hope they can get it done in less than a year. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah. Um, I don't think Bill Edwards does more than one-year plans. <laughs> <laughs> classic. Classic joke. Uh, that that brought to you by uh, 2015 NASL. Um, so, Joe Cole. Joe Cole. There are rumors now. Re- which were broken by the unused substitutes, by the way. Shout out to them. I, so, I heard about this. And I don't know much about Joe Cole. Other than... When Jeff and I would play the FIFA video game back in the mid two thousands, the the whatever pre programmed announcers would rave about him as this wonder kid, and I'm just thinking about the comfortable par- in possession, Joe Cole. Exactly, I'm thinking about the parallels between Freddie Adu and Joe Cole, and I really think that they should be roommates. And just we're talk, one step closer through things. That is a good idea. Both of their last names are only one letter apart for, in terms of number of letters, which is as good a criteria for roommates <laughs> as anything else. Well, our last names are the same number of letters, so of course we co-host. Right. Exactly. Same with me and Jake, Works. really. Right. Um, the, the, I, Joe Cole, yeah, you know, you kind of got it right. There's this silly song that everyone apparently knows about Joe Cole, something, 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 obscene words, uh, clutch your purses, I don't know. It's a song about Joe Cole. I'm hearing it in the stadium already. Right, every, everybody uh, says it. The, the clutching your purses piece was about the like obscenity in the song. Anyway, okay. Point is like everyone's been singing this song every time I've seen this piece of news reported. Like to the point where I'm like, how the hell does everybody know this obscure song for about a player from England? Anyway, point is yes, he was very famous uh, for a while. He's kind of seen as his prodigy, and then he came. I think I forget was was it uh, when I first started following the EPL and like. Like, seriously, in the mid-2000s, he just signed for... I forget it was, like, Liverpool. Anyway, he was then he, with Chelsea for a while. Yeah, I forget when it was. Anyway, he went off to France for a little bit, and, like, he did well, I think, in his first season or so. And um, I, I don't know what, what the deal is with him, but certainly I think he's someone who, again, if he comes to NASL, he's going to make an impact, man. I think he and Freddie is a match made in heaven, though. Right, yeah. That's, I, I think you I guys are think totally that. right. That's great. Um... My thought is that it really looks like this offseason, Tampa Bay has gone out and succeeded at creating the most 1970s NASL roster they possibly could. 
They out-cosmoed the cosmos? They out-cosmoed the cosmos this year. I don't know how they did it. But suddenly they're like, Tom Heineman, guy who scored a goal that sent it to extra time last year, guy who knocked Minnesota out of the playoffs? Yeah, sign him up. Sure, Freddie Adu, you want to come back? Here you go, buddy. Uh... Khalif Al-Hassan, join us. It'll be fun. It'll be great. Oh, sure. Let's sign another winger. Let's sign another winger. Let's sign another winger. See, What's a defense? Who knows? The only thing left to do is basically this summer, they have to like convince Francesco Dotti to come out of retirement. to come. He's not play retired. But isn't he going to retire after this season? No, there's talk that he's going to come to America. I forgot about this. Because he wants to stay with Rome. Rome doesn't want him. Roma. Roma. Yeah, Rome is a city in English. In English, we would... So, Italians call Rome, Rome. Now, I just want to remind you, you're the one who gets pissed when I use, like, I call him David Sierra. (laughs) I don't get pissed. I just take an opportunity to make fun of you. And this is me taking an opportunity. Perfect. Great. All right. We'll all take opportunities. But yeah, (laughs) I I would really... See, this is incredible when there are guys who, like, literally when I first, like, was a teenager and started following, like being aware of soccer players for the first time to hear those guys still play like Totti uh, it's it's incredible who's that guy who was with Italian who was with uh, Inter Milan or Argentinian who was with Inter Milan for a while was their captain retired two years ago um, oh my god how am I forgetting this guy's name he'd been he was like the the Totti in Inter anyway he so, so guys like that when I hear that some of them are still playing it just kind of blows my mind Totti's definitely one of them mm-hmm so, anyway, but um, Neil Collins, the Rowdies are on a preseason trip in England, and they signed a guy who played for Sheffield United. He's yeah. center back. And a center back. What? Not a midfielder? This is too bad, because I used to have a favorite game show, which was Name Some Tampa Bay Defenders. In which everybody's first response was Ben Sweat. <laughs> and everyone's second response was Gasping for Air. Uh, targeted allocation money, uh, Makindoire. Is he yeah. a defender? Yeah, he is. Did uh, Stefan Antoniovic? Did Gail Agbasmunde sign at Tampa? No, he went to. He went somewhere else. I don't remember where he Waterdale? went. I don't know. I got nothing. I forget. <laughs> I'll look it up. Keep going. Tough cast. Um, and that was it. And now we have this guy named uh, Neil Collins, who comes over from Sheffield United. Yeah, they're playing in League One, I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's ready for MLS level play. Whoa! Throwing shade! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, he's 32. I, he's <laughs> 32 years of age. I've had I've had a new whiskey that I bought for my birthday, okay? Like, yeah, I'm let's, let's talk about the point. scotch for a bit, Notch. Here, <clears throat> now setting up your weekly segment of Scotch with Notch. I actually bought a, a new one called Dalbany. I like Highland Scotches. I like McCallum's, my favorite. So you'll always find McCallum at my place if you come over. And I bought Dalbany. And it's interesting. I like it. It's got a lot of... Um, it's very different from McCallum, but it's very crisp in my in my mind with the, with the finish. So Different but crisp. This has been Scotch with Notch. Thank you. Thank you for indulging me. Mm-hmm. So uh, Neil Collins coming over from England. That means he's automatically going to be great because Eurosnobs told you so. Uh, let's take a quick break over here, and I will go and get myself some more Dalwini, and we'll come right back with more NASL news. And we're back. This is Jeff. Jake is here, and Notch is here too. And we're going to go in by popular demand and do... Our new favorite segment, 
everyone's favorite. The crowd loves it. People wait for it every single week. It's preseason games with Notch. The only person who doesn't hate, like preseason with Notch is Jeff, who just freaking hates preseason in general. I think preseason is pretty meaningless myself, but I do think that there's some value in going through these games. Really We're going to do our segment so called preseason is, games with Notch. You hear how fast I'm talking, Jeff. I'm already in the segment. So now Edmonton is in Scotland and they beat some team in Scotland. Cool. Uh, Jacksonville Armada beat Jacksonville University uh, 3-0 and confused Arthur Blank again because same name. Ah, Tampa Bay Rowdies tied Stoke City 1-1. No idea if it was on a cold night and on a Tuesday you also have Tampa Bay Rowdies beating Notts County 3-2 also have a question when uh, people tie Notts County is there jokes made about Boy Scouts and Notts because they should be not uh, sure you have Puerto Rico FC their combine players what the, the, Puerto Rico FC's combine players beat four by 4-2 Chivas Florida U19 I have so many questions here that I have to slow down wait Chivas is still around Guadalajara, right? No, this is like so. You, you know, you know how there's like the, the the sibling that's like the the like dude who went and got addicted to meth, and then the family doesn't talk about him. Shivas um, Florida sounds like Shivas USA's <laughs> sibling. Uh, oh, that's talk about Barry. No, Barry's gone. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so, wow. Uh, we're just on more Ruder family drama Thanks. every week on this podcast. Uh, yep. Yeah, I don't know who Shivas Florida are. I don't know why they have a U19 squad. Um, I also don't know why a match with combined players is being reported on a preseason schedule. I mean, admittedly, it's formed by a Reddit user who's giving up his free time to. So, what so this was. Thank you. Yep. Yeah, thanks, Reddit. Uh, this was Puerto Rico's combine players against 17 year olds. That's what this was. Wow. Mm. Yeah, this is the one meaningful game in the preseason Hot all takes. year. Yep. Can I just say that it was an honor to be in the presence of that live, that segment? Isn't it something? Yeah. Yeah. That's what people say to me every week. Hey, by the way, we Yikes. did not mention the fact that uh, we heard from, again, from Grant Bell, who is... Um, the, the, the guy who's traveling with Minnesota United. So we, we actually heard from his best friend, Matthew Hansen, again. Oh, yeah. His best friend, his most personal confidant. In fact, I do believe they're brothers. And when they're both in the I same I think they're brothers-in-law. Like, I think it was like... You're right. No, stepbrothers. It was step... Sorry. It was right, stepbrothers. Right, I misspoke. Right, right, right. And, and I believe that they also work out at the same CrossFit gym. That's, um, that is true. They which actually is lead really the class closer together. than siblings, even. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know what you I actually found out about Matthew Hansen? What? He's a part of the Zolos, the Club Tijuana Academy in Brainerd. Let me rephrase that. I found out there's a Club Tijuana Academy in Brainerd. <laughs> that is pretty cool, though. That's awesome. And there's one of them listens to Tough Gust, which is one more listener than we thought we had. True. Exactly. That's awesome. Uh, all right. Keep moving straight along. To New York. New York Cosmos. Nico Cranchar watch. We thought it was over, but it's back. Nico Cranchar watch has gone on long enough that I think he's aged three or four years in that time. <laughs> right, yeah. Because that's what the Cosmos have to have to sign right. a famous guy, because he has to be much older or, than you think he or is. Or he's this year's Samaras in training, the European player training with the team for four months just to sort of cast him off somewhere else. So you're saying basically Ryo is going to sign him. Next year. Next year, yeah. Next year. Oh, yes, of course, yeah. It has been that long since Amaras trained with Cosmos. Right. Yeah, I, I, whenever I think Cosmos, I get distracted by Raul, Pele, that I can't remember, you know, their history with their trellis. Yes. You know, and they deep in that. storied history. Right. Mm. <laughs> it's amazing. That uh, Pele legend. They had new jerseys. 
Can we talk about those? You don't want to talk about Nico Cruncher some more? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Do you I have more to say ha- about I, Nico Cruncher? I, I can use my Ari Redknapp accent. Top, top lad. But Nico, <laughs> he's got to sign with New York. You were going to, you know, uh, uh, deprive our listeners from that. You're ready to move on. Yeah. Jeff. I'm sorry. I, I know that I, I killed the buzz on Cronchar Watch 2K16 a few you weeks ago. You killed the buzz. This whiskey has got go. Help. <laughs> I know, actually, you know, the, the really funny thing was I was driving home from work today. And, um, and drinking whiskey? <laughs> no, I wasn't because I don't drink at work. I'm not Don Fraper. Uh, <laughs> no, I was driving home from work and we're recording on St. Patty's Day. And I was looking around and I was, it was really strange. I saw like cop cars everywhere and it didn't like click. And there was later when I was driving home from the gym again that I was thinking like, oh my god, they're doing sobriety tests. And I saw some, like, the, I figured this out because there's some lady that's standing in front of a cop on the sidewalk as I drove by. And she had like one foot up and it was like, she was like, okay, can, can I start now? Am I being detained? She just read it her. She was like, am I being detained? Can I go now? Like, you know, <laughs> is this legal? <laughs> Do I know my right? No, but the point is, I live on an interior street in probably the safest neighborhood in St. Paul. Probably the cheapest apartment you can find in this neighborhood. But still, I do. So it was really strange for me to see this many cop cars patrolling the interior streets. And I thought that was really cool. And St. Patrick's Day to keep DOIs down and to have um, have them around. Kind of letting motorists know that you can't get away with stuff like this. Because St. Paul has kind of become a little bit of a dangerous place for pedestrians especially. So anyway, that, that's my little spiel about squad cars in my neighborhood. Well, you kind of live by O'Gara's. I do. That's actually, wow, I didn't think of that either. See, I was thinking like the blue door or the girl in tap might be the reasons, but like, no, it's O'Gara's, dude. Yeah. <laughs> we saw porta potties on the corner of streets as we oh, were driving God. here. Uh-huh. Really? Yeah, really. Oh, damn. But anyway. Confirmed by two sources now. Ah, uh, okay. Now now we, we, can, we can report this. An unnamed source has reported that there are <laughs> can porta we, parties. Can we talk about the jerseys yet? <laughs> Please. Speaking of people begging to talk about jerseys. The Cosmos jerseys. Okay, they're slightly less generic. The Cosmos released new jerseys uh, with their new kit sponsor, Under Armour, that are slightly less generic than their Nike templates from last year. Uh, That's my take on it. What do you guys think? I forget which one it is, but I saw the jersey and somebody commented that it looks like every player has the captain's armband on, and I think that's a pretty apt description. (laughs) Yeah, they have three hoops on both kits. I think it's the away kit that's green with Mm -hmm. white sleeves has three green hoops. The really cool one, though, is the white kit. I think it's a home one. has uh, The three hoops have the three colors from the Cosmos logo. That I thought was kind of neat. I mean, the, the, the road one, the green one, looked like the St. Patrick's Day version of the Arsenal kit, though, to me. That, I mean, it is a very generic-looking kit. Like, there were a bunch of people on Reddit being like, Ooh, this looks really nice. This is great. I was like, what are you guys smoking? Like, is it St. Patrick's Day early because of the green kit? Like, are you drinking heavily? <laughs> Can we settle whether it's under armor or under armour? Okay, it's still pronounced armour, even if it is the British spelling. I don't know. Actually, I'm pretty sure it is are more as you said which is weird to me because i thought as like an american company they would have right. the um makes them sound distinguished it's like real salt lake it is actually it is it is actually under armor so it's made of french is it under armor kids in new york cosmos boy i think you're ready to go to paris i think i am 
I have been waiting on using my ho ho ho. I am Pepe Le Pew accent for a really long time. <laughs> and the French are gonna love it when I use that with them. <laughs> They'll love you. Yep, yep, yep. Moving along, we have another signing to talk about. We had like what three of them this week or something? Like tiny amount compared to like every week previously this year where we were like signing, 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 signing. So many mm-hmm. signings. This one comes to us from Jacksonville. Gary Lewis and uh, the news. Yeah, he's an American-sounding dude. And mm-hmm. he's actually, uh, in his press release, they said, he spent all his life in Jacksonville. What's a quote? And I was, I was just going to add, like, should have said, like, he loves his mom, loves apple pie. Right. Hot dogs. Baseball. Oh, right. Wait. Chevrolet. Right. They actually play in a baseball stadium, so that would make a lot Maybe of sense. it works. Yeah, right. yeah, that's why he signed with him. Right. right. So this is a dude who apparently was did some cool stuff in the college ranks that I won't bore you with. But then he headed off to Finland and uh, played at what looks like, according to soccer, at least th- the Finnish third division. Although there's some talk about the Finnish second division on uh, Jackson Armada's press release. You know, and- at a certain point, you just wonder if you're spending that much time in those divisions if you're finished with your career. Ooh. Get out. Yeah, just now leave. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, I have someone to replace you with right there. Hot takes, Jesus. Uh, so anyway, dude last played a competitive game in the Finnish third division in 2012, where I was like, "What's he been doing since then?" Uh, well, it turns out he's playing futsal in Finland in 2013 because uh, a little too hipster to play futsal in America in 2013, and came back. He won some award. He got the futsal team into the playoffs. Yay! Uh, came back to America in 2014, was a coach for a boys team in Jacksonville, tried out for Jacksonville Armada when they were an expansion team, joined their developmental squad, and then got hurt. Ow. Serious leg injury. Doesn't say what it was. So I'm just imagining like a steel rebar beam like sticking out of his leg and him being like, Coach, can I keep playing? Can I go back in? Come on, Coach. Uh, and and he, he had to sit out all of 2015. And so he's back. Good. Woohoo. By the way, during this research, I just realized Finland has the best league names in the world. All right, and we're going to try to scatter them with a game we call Finnish Soccer League, or IKEA Furniture Piece. Okay. Take it away. Vekkosliga. Okay, it's a Liga. That's, yeah, that's dead giveaway. soccer. Ekkonen. Mm. I'd say no, I like a side table. <laughs> I could see a side table. <laughs> that's a league. It's a finished second division. It's a league. Yeah. Okay. Kakkonen. Kakkonen. Now, does Konen mean... Kakkonen, the Barbarian, Right. League. <laughs> that last one was a league. The Kakkonen one <laughs> was like, I don't know, a tasteful Ottoman. Exactly. Uh, let me see. What do we have next? So, 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 so the Kakkonen was the third division. Kolmonen. Are you just going, like, in order, one through eight? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> What's the call, man? Uh, still a league. All right, tier four. Yeah, you're right. You're so smart. Aww. Such a smart guy. I'm so happy to have you as a co-host. Okay, uh, here we go. Um, I'm going to give you the next one, which you can guess from, which is going to be... Um, where are my notes? My notes, like, disappeared on me for a second there. Pa-pa-pa. Come on. Was it Nelonen? Nelonen? Is that what's next? On the That's notes? fifth, yeah. Oh. Hey, you got the notes? <laughs> Imagine that. You're just fooling the listener. You could... You... Jesus. 
That that's not nice, man. You can't fool people like that. They they trust us. Uh, so then Vitonen is next. Uh, you got the Kutonen and the Sieska, which is really disappointing. After a bunch of ones that end in Nen and are fun to say, you got one that's Sieska. It's annoying, man. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't Seska sing the thong song? <laughs> Seska was actually a um, traitor to the Star Trek Voyager crew in its first season who uh, was a... She, she she betrayed the Voyager crew with the first, like, major alien species in the... Well, the caretaker was the first major one, second major one, whose name I'm not forgetting. We had a funny hair. Huh. Was yeah. she a member of the Delta Force? No, which is a great game, actually. Huh. Star Trek Delta Force. That's a great game, and you're trying to segue me to the sense for Delta Force. Yeah, I am. All right, just go for it, dude. All right. If she wasn't part of the Delta Force, then damn it, the new NASL San Francisco team will be. Because they found their home base. They found their Pentagon. They found their sorority house, as uh, This Is Cosmos Country told us. They found, uh, what was our other Delta? Oh, their airline. They found their, they found their main the terminal. Yeah. They found their hangar. Yep. And they're going to be playing at Kazar Stadium. <laughs> can we always say it with that accent? Because that's great. So, then, so then someday we can be like, Jeb Brofsky Jeb. is playing at Kazar <laughs> against Wanan the Barbarian. We'll just we'll have a friendly because none of this will be possible. <laughs> we were talking about the fact that Wanan comes here. I didn't really want him to reference our sketch. If there are any Ryo fans, can you please tell him that we're doing this? Because I just I just want to hear Wanan talking in a Schwarzenegger accent at me. <laughs> that would be brilliant. My life would be made. As he knifes us. Right. <laughs> you have single-handedly destroyed my career. No one takes me seriously. You are one on my biggest enemy. See, that would be better. If he made a name pun and then stabbed us, I would die with honor. I really would. If you're like, you are one of the worst things that's happened in my life. Please somebody tell Wana about this. That would be great. Uh, send him uh, yeah, a message. Um, I will kill uh, you, a, a one and all. That's it. <laughs> that would be the one I'd want. That'd be the one and I'd want. So near Kazar Stadium, there's a place called the Kazar Pub that people are excited to go for pre and post game. Seriously, that is one of the things that people have been excited for. There's still, I, I haven't seen any word about alcohol sales, which is going to be a controversial topic. But I guess it showed up at, was it city council? It was some legislature the, to get the, the approval the, for it. So they call it the Rex and Park Board because they're cool and different. Got uh, it. So backwards. the Parks and Rec Board, Amy Poehler was there. It was great. And right. apparently there are a lot of Delta fans there. So that's really cool. To see. Yeah, actually there was a photo with like a lot of fans. So good stuff. I'm happy to see them get a stadium. This is starting to become more of a reality as an expansion team. Well, I'm getting tired. Jake, how are you feeling? Just fine. I think I, think I could retire in Miami, though. Hey! Yeah, there we go. He's picking up pretty quick. Um, Miami signed somebody. Yeah. Who they sign? Ariel Martinez. That name sounds very familiar. It should. It should. Uh, he had 54 caps with the Cuban men's national team. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. You see has he it? now or has he ever been a member of the Communist Party? Excuse me, sir. I have a list of 25 known communists in the North American Soccer League. Do you have anything to say to that, sir? Uh, no. All right. Prosecution dress. Okay, who's Ariel Martinez, man? <laughs> I don't know where that was going. It kind of worries me. He had 11 goals with the Cuban national team, and he was one of the players... I think he was the most notable one, actually, who defected after the Gold Cup last year in America. So he defected off of the team and stayed in America. Um, he played one game with Charleston Battery, 
and uh, Duracell wasn't good enough for him, so he went for Charleston. And uh, he scored 11 goals internationally. Um, Against? Some pretty luminary competition, Jake. They sure were. Suriname, the Cayman Islands, Bahamas, French Guiana, Belize, French Guiana again, and Haiti. Twice? Twice against French Guiana. Yeah, twice. Damn. He enjoyed it so much the first time. (laughs) Came back for another. I mean, he's just, yeah, this is like the list of like, I mean, this guy could go to the Euros and like clean up. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. I mean, this is this is this is actually one of the more prominent guys who defected. So it should be interesting. Especially there's another guy actually who's on Miami squad, as we had mentioned several episodes ago, who hadn't like uh, publicly defected, but it's kind of unclear where he ended up in Miami from. Uh, to be fair, we also haven't asked Miami where he ended up. Maybe that's one of the things I should email him about. Uh, but anyway, point is, this is a new guy. He could. He's got a lot of high level experience. That should be. Uh, a solid, solid signing for them. Mm-hmm. I want to mention something about that communist crack I made. So I'm I'm not a U.S. citizen, and every time I have to fill out a piece of immigration paperwork for the United States government, actually ask me that question: Am I a communist? Really? Really? Wow. Yeah. Still, also ask me if I'm a terrorist, which I mean I'm not, <laughs> but like if I was, why would I say so on government paperwork? Yeah, you got me. Right? It's just a little strange, man. Like, the same thing with the communism thing. Like, if I was, why would I check yes? Like, that's, that's like the speaking of questions. It's like, do you like uh, cake or pie? Or would you prefer apple juice or orange juice? Do you like soccer? Oh, by the way, do you murder people? Right. The, one of those questions is not like the other. Well, that's how a lot of debate moderators feel when they ask, but you're a socialist. Right. So, so maybe they're just doing that. Maybe it's just like friendly banter right. to get you to defend yourself. Yeah, I should just go in there with an ill-fitting suit, a bunch of hair flying all over the place. And, go, and you can be like, I'm a boy from Brooklyn. You can be like, 99% of my luggage is fit into 1% of my carry-on. You've been waiting to say that on air for a long time. Mwah. Perfect. Well, 99% of our podcast is over and 1% is left. The 1% where I tell you that this podcast can be found on prestigious sound hosting services like iTunes, Stitcher, and even, even much vaunted SoundCloud. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at TWO United Fans. Jeff, where are you on Twitter? I am at J E F F R U E T E R. As always, I am at LockstockSpock. And Mr. Jake, where are you on Twitter? It, it won't surprise anyone since Jeff gave this away, oh, I don't know, a while back to Detroit City fans, I believe. Uh, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Jake Reuter. <laughs> yeah uh so that's perfect well jake's gonna be here next week with jeff because i'm gonna be off uh, enjoying myself in a different country um not thinking about soccer as much as possible so uh see you then as always tell your friends if you like Toughcast, if you want other people to listen because we enjoy making this we want more people to listen to it we have enjoyed making this podcast see you everybody have a great saint patty's day and a good night